Hi, my name is Jackie, and this is Alive and Active. This podcast is a weekly devotional where we will study scripture and challenge one another to a lifestyle that is fully alive in Christ. In this devotional, I will challenge you to actively pursue what God says and how we can apply it to our lives. So grab your Bible and your favorite beverage, and let's dig in together. Today we're going to be in Genesis 1. I'm a part of a national group called Bible Study Fellowship, so BSF. It's kind of cool. Um, My sister-in-law got me into it. She's in Arlington, and she's doing the same exact study that I'm doing in San Antonio. This is my first year doing it. So whenever they first told me that we were going to be studying Genesis, I was like, man, I've read this a million times. But God is so good. I told y'all last week, the Word has never been alive and active more than it is right now. And this has been no different. This study has reminded me that no matter how many times I read Scripture, you can read it a million times times and it can have a completely different message and mean something completely different to you in different seasons. So for the first time I am reading Genesis 1 and it is like so cool. I am in awe and wonder of God the creator. I mean yeah I knew God created everything but so much more is being revealed to me in this season. So the first point I want to touch on is the mystery of God the creator. So there are some things that I just don't understand. I think a lot of people can't make sense of it because God is so much bigger. His thoughts and his ways are so much higher than our thoughts and ways. There are some questions that I have, you know, like Genesis 1-2. It says, now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So, you know, what was before earth? You know, there was God. We see that there was darkness we see that there was some kind of surface um, and that the spirit of God was hovering over water. So water was there. And where did all that come from? I don't know. That's a mystery that maybe I can ask God whenever I get to heaven one day. But I think it's cool to just see how big God is as you continue to read all the things that God created. It's been really neat too. Um, I've been trying to teach this lesson to my almost two-year-old, you know, in a way that she can understand it. Two-year-olds have a really hard time with sharing. So we've been kind of working on everything that God made and everything that we have belongs to God. And everything that he made, he shares it with us. He shares it with his children and he wants to use it to bless us so we can share it with others because it doesn't belong to us and we can bless others with the things that God has allowed us to borrow. She's not even two yet. She'll be two this month. I know that she doesn't understand that full concept yet, but you know, keep planting those seeds and hoping that produces something in her. But I feel like as I'm kind of sharing that with her, I'm also sharing with myself, reminding myself that everything I have God created it. As I'm reading through this, I, you know, see that he created the vegetation, um, the creatures, and then he creates man. And he says that you rule over it, not only to take care of God's creation, but also to name it. That was a really big job. So he gives us purpose. Um, that's another thing I'm seeing as I'm reading through Genesis. I'm, I'm seeing that everything that he created was for us 
it's kind of like the whole world is this love letter to us. Like, you know, our clothes and just everything that we have is from him. And it's just been so eye opening and humbling to know that such a big God, um, loving and concerned, you know, right from the very beginning, it was all for us. Everything that he Everything that he made is a blessing that he intended to walk and talk with us in the very beginning and that he gave us a job and he gave us purpose. And that sweet reminder that everything that he made, he said it was good. It was good. My daughter has been discovering shadows recently and my my daughter was kind of looking at shadows at bedtime and I heard my my husband sharing with her, you know, God made the darkness and God said it is good because she was getting a little nervous about where the lights and stuff were coming from. And in the beginning, there was light and there was darkness and God called it good. So I think that sometimes we can associate with darkness as being evil or something bad. But God said that the night and darkness was good and God created you. God created your annoying neighbor or boss or whatever's um, the other person that bothering you. God created that and he said it was good. Now, there can be sin in the world. Obviously, humans were not on earth very long before we entered into that sin. But your battle is not with flesh and blood, meaning not with the person, with the spirit, the evil spirits in the world. Satan was in the form of a serpent when he tempted Eve. So sometimes our battle is in the form of something else. It may look like that person is against you, but it's actually the the sin that's within their heart or within your heart that causes the conflict. So we can pray for the person and appreciate God's creation and be respectful of that person because God created it and he said it was good. Another thing is on day seven, God rested. So he took pride in what he had done yet throughout day, you know, one through six, he's working and creating um, and he's saying it's good. It's good. It's good. And then I can just see him kind of day seven resting, taking a break, looking and reflecting on everything that he's created and having this like pride and looking at this masterpiece that he's made and so proud of what he has made. And so uh, I mentioned last week, one of the great things that have come out of COVID for our family is really appreciating the day of rest and, and seeing how much that has been needed in our family in order for us to just recharge, reconnect with God, reconnect with each other and be able to start our day again. Another example of this God gave me, I was driving down the road. It was on a Sunday and uh, was thinking about grabbing lunch. And in this uh, shopping center area, there was a lot of fast food restaurants, you know, had their lines kind of busy and hopping. And then there was Chick-fil-A and the parking lot was dead because as you know, Chick-fil-A, nobody works on Sundays. And I just think that is just that picture is such a bold statement all around the nation Chick-fil-A is a very successful business. I don't know one person that doesn't like Chick-fil-A. If you don't like Chick-fil-A, I will pray for you. Um, Something is wrong with you. No, just kidding. But just what a bold statement that makes. You know, um, when you walk into the doors six days a week, they have Christian music playing in the background. And this successful business model that is secular was based on Christian principles. They are willing to give up that productive day in order to honor the Sabbath. Chick-fil-A is actually being predicted to be one of the top five fast food chain restaurants in America for 2020. That's amazing that God would just continue to bless that business. And my final point is the mysterious, all-powerful, all-knowing God knows your name 
Every hair on your head has been counted and he cares about you and the smallest details of your life. It's just blowing my mind thinking back on all these little prayer requests, little things that I've asked for, talked to God about. And he has been so, so sweet to honor that. Like the God that created the universe and everything in it, so big, so mighty and powerful. Just amazing that he would hear me and think of me. For example, I had a dog when I was in high school. I got him when I was 16. My little miniature weenie dog became my best friend really quickly. And he had times in his life where I was scared I would lose him. Like for example, one time, gosh, I think he was like seven years old and he got ran over by a car. Um, Terrible. I know. So, so awful. But I ended up getting him to the vet and they saved his life and he ended up having a full recovery. This little miniature Dotson was so tough. And I prayed for him and I prayed, God, this little dog has just been getting me through so much in my life through heartache. And he went to college with me and I would just really love it if he would be able to just meet future husband and my future kids one day. Um, I guess I just thought, you know, in my singleness, I needed him. I needed him as a friend. I needed the companionship coming home to an empty house and him running to greet me at the door. And he was my little buddy that I took care of and he took care of me. He was like kind of my little family. And I guess I just thought whenever I have a husband and kids of my own, then I guess I would be kind of more of a stable place having other things to take care of. Y'all, that little dog lived to be 15 years old and my daughter was 18 months whenever he passed away. And that God would think of my little 10 pound Dotson, like he would care. And I'm so convinced that he stuck with me because those prayers, God is so sweet to care about the details of our life when he's so big and so powerful. I think the psalmist David said it best. Psalm 8, when I consider your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you would, that you would take thought of him? and the son of man that you care for him. Yet you have made him a little lower than God, and you crown him with the glory and majesty. You make him to rule over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens, and the fish of the sea, whatever passes through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh, I pray for you, friend. I pray this week that you take the time to read through Genesis 1 and Psalm 8. Meditate on how the good God creator loves you and sees you and thinks of you and everything on this earth that has ever been created was for you and was for your good. That God is for us. He's always been for us since the beginning of time. God is for us and he's never going to leave us or forsake us. He will be for us for infinity. No matter how bad it looks, I can turn my thoughts to God, the creator who created me and said it is good. And he created my circumstances and said, it is good. He might be disappointed with any sin that has interfered with his plan for me, his good plan for me, but he has plans to prosper me and not harm me. I pray that this sinks in deep into your souls and that you're able to spend time just meditating on the goodness of God this week.
Thank you so much for listening. This awesome song is titled Meant to Be by Ark North featuring Christina Marina. Please know I am praying for you every week and I would so love it if you would pray for me as well because your prayers are powerful and effective. I would love to hear how this week's episode impacted you and I hope you'll join me next week. Until next time, let's go be doers of the alive and active Word of God.